Welcome to the podcast Found in Estonia, where we talk with foreigners who have made Estonia their home. I am Tina. And I am Kaisa. And we are both Estonians living in Estonia that have seen the world. <laughs> Our aim is to bring Estonians and its expat community closer to each other, give an insight to the background and how they've made Estonia their home, and to just hear interesting stories about us Estonians and the way how foreigners see us. We really love hearing your feedback and to keep in touch with us, go to our website, which is foundinestonia.ee and join our email community, write to us. You can find all the contacts over there. And in case you feel the need to write to us any kind of feedback or just share um, what your thoughts were after listening to a podcast episode, you can do so by reaching out to us over at Instagram or Facebook. We always love getting feedback and we always love sharing stories and conversations with you as well. So with that said, enjoy. Enjoy. Hey, you have we met before? I heard you. We're found in Estonia. I wanna hear all those stories. So let's keep talking. Today we're talking with Ucha. Ucha is from Georgia, and we were actually talking about how he grew up in Georgia, how he explored Estonian startup world, how he ended up in Estonia and in the startup scene and how he knows so much about Garage 48 and so much about startup world that he decided to give back to the community and start his own podcast and his own community that explores uh, the startup world in Estonia and outside of Estonia. So I think that was the mm, like the biggest part of it, but mm-hmm. I think we partially also tried out a little bit of the Erasmus student program. We were talking about how to apply yeah. to study in Estonia and how the startup scene in um, in in Georgia got started. Yeah, and he was telling like how he got to know about startup scene in general in the beginning and how he ended up in Estonia. That's how we started, and it was a really interesting chat. So. Mm-hmm. And we are really excited to share with you. Yeah. So, so let's jump in and start the conversation. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> All right. Good evening, everybody, or whatever time you're listening this to. My name is Ucha, and guess what? I'm the guest in Found in Estonia. Woo! Woo! Yay! Welcome. Right. I was hoping that I would not start this podcast, but I well, did. too late now. Too late. So, yeah. where do you come from? Where do I come from? That's a great question. Existential crisis happened. Mm-hmm. Georgia. I come from Georgia. I come from great country of Georgia. Yeah. Not the United States. So shall we start yeah. with a geography lesson? Where yes. is Georgia? Where is Georgia? It's a very good question. Yeah. It's is, very... It the, is it part of the United States or not? Absolutely not. Um, not that Georgia. Not that Georgia. It's also a state uh, called Georgia. It just happened like that. But uh, Georgia is, well, Eastern European, very the most Eastern European country you can find. The most? Uh, yeah. Compared to what? Every, every other country. Every, every <laughs> other Eastern European country. You and are the most no, Eastern European. Because geographically, a, geographically speaking. Ah, okay, yes. I was thinking socially already. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> We're just like Estonian. That's <laughs> oh, okay. So I heard an interesting thing that actually in Georgia, you you're, you name your country uh, totally different. Than yes. What uh, do you in Georgian, Georgia is Sakartvelo. Okay. So Say how- what? <laughs> Let me tell you a funny thing. Yes. Oh, okay. So in Georgian, Georgia is Sakartvelo. 
in Russian, Georgia is Gruzia. Mm-hmm. Yes. In Turkish, it's Kurdistan. Mm-hmm. In Estonian, in, in it's, Estonian, it's uh, Gruzia. And uh-huh. in English, it's Georgia. Uh-huh. I don't know who came up with this concept. <laughs> Why is this around? Like, what? these people were just like, well, right, let's call it different names. <laughs> and uh, that, that's kind of uh-huh. how it is. But in Georgia, we call it Sakartvelo. Literally, it means the land of Kartvelians. Mm-hmm. So Georgians are Kartvelians. Okay. So what does Kartvelian mean? Georgian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. The land. The land of Estonia. The landers. Yeah, yeah, landers. Okay. But I think Georgia is coming from the Saint George. Actually, mm-hmm. George is the most popular name in Georgia. In every wow. family. In <laughs> the, George, George, George from Georgia. In, in every family, good. in every family, I swear. Really? In every family, you will find at least one George. My brother's name uh-huh. is George. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you, wow. you say like Georg or Georgi or Georgi. 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 Yeah. Okay. Did that, if that comes from St. George, right? I think so. so I'm not okay. sure. Does this St. George have a special like meaning or special uh, emphasis on something? Well, we have two days off because of St. George <laughs> uh, oh. in Georgia. So That's I think good, it makes good some thing. sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like, yeah. like in Ireland, you know, you have a lot of patron saints. Like yeah, patron yeah. saints of, mm-hmm. I don't know, the drunk people, patron saints of, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, St. Patrick's Day. Who's mm-hmm. the patron saints of snakes? But yeah, I was talking about geography of Georgia that uh, some people refer us as like Asia, uh, some mm-hmm. people say it's Europe, mm-hmm. it's actually Eurasia, it's like... Yeah. Right in the middle. Yeah, it's exactly right in the middle and if you see it culturally, uh, the cities are so diverse, mm-hmm. uh, like Asian-wise, European-wise, uh, you will see that it's really both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess in Estonia, like <clears throat> people know that if it takes part in Eurovision, it's Europe. <laughs> yes, I think, <laughs> I think it's more Europe. Right? I would say I would say it's more Europe culturally. Okay. Um, everyday life is more similar, and we have this European old towns and stuff <laughs> in Georgian cities. Uh, so. And you have a lot of mountains, right? A lot of mountains. The highest mountain of Europe. Yes. Or? I Ooh, think la, so. How high is it? I think it was 5,000 meters. Okay. I'm not really sure. About yeah, our 300 meter hill doesn't even compare. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to uh, Munam again in Estonia? Um, I think so. Oh, so <laughs> you already sure. crossed our I've, mountain after. I've been, yeah. You're not sure? <laughs> I, I've been here for five years, so maybe once mm-hmm. I ended up there. <laughs> no, okay, so it's like, I, I feel like this is more like, I wasn't sure if it was a hill or a mountain, but I was somewhere <laughs> higher up somewhere <laughs> than there, normal yeah. flat Estonian. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if we uh, went over your name really fast, which was Ucha, but you said there should be some interesting story with that name, or does it have a meaning, or um, where does it come from? So in Georgia, you have a lot of different states, mm-hmm. um, like member states, uh, and uh, the one, the most western state that you have is called Migrelia. That's where my family originally come from. And that state has its own uh, kind of dialect or it's kind of different language than Georgian. Mm-hmm. It's you know, like to make a comparison, it's like Catalonia. Mm-hmm. Like in Catalonia, they speak Catalan, Catalan language, <laughs> yeah. but the official language is Spanish. Yeah. So in Megrelia, they have this their own language, but official is Georgian. And in that language, Ucha, my name, means mm-hmm. black. 
Kind of similar like what happened to me whenever somebody asked how like I fell into a puddle of blueberry sauce. Okay, never happened to me. I used to have, at one point I had orange hair, then not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Georgia is a very interesting country. We have a language that is similar to no other. Mm -hmm. We have our own alphabet that is mm -hmm. similar to no other. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, right. and it's really amazing. But considering that it's a... Soviet Union <laughs> country, yes, yeah. I would say that is very exceptional to have uh, such a strong cultural background. Yeah. Is this uh, something that Georgians are very proud of, the fact that they have this say, cultural yeah. heritage? Well, me personally, I'm very proud that I'm coming from the country that has its own exceptional uh, alphabet. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I really, and it's always exciting to my international friends to show them about like, oh, do you know how you can write your name in Georgian? Oh, let me show you. Oh, I would like it's, to know how to write my name I'm, in Georgian. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you will show, show it? Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah, for sure. Can you say something in Georgian, please? Yes, let's start with basics. Okay. Uh, Kamarjuba. Kamarjuba. That means hello. Kamarjuba, why would you Kamar say it's so long? <laughs> yeah, that's actually a question. Why would like hi? We don't have hi. It's Kamarjuba. Kamarjuba. That sounds like Kamarayura. <laughs> can, can you make it shorter and be like Kama, Kama, Kamarjuba? Yeah, no, we don't do that. Okay. But I guess you can do. <laughs> do you know what Kamarayura means? No. <laughs> Kamarayura is like something when when somebody tells you a story and you don't believe them, you say it's like a bunch of bollocks. Kamarayura. Ah, so. All right. Yeah. I think Ka Kamarayura. <laughs> but I love to teach people. Actually, none none of other Georgians are doing that. But I love to teach people these small words mm -hmm. like he, for example. <laughs> he means tree. <laughs> or gza means uh, road. It's actually different from Russian and everything. Tsa means. But that's sounds really very uh, Asian to me. Now yeah, that's maybe probably that, that's the part Asian where it influence. comes like a, it's a Georgia, fusion. Georgia, also. yeah, Georgia has influence of a lot of countries because we our history is full of like wars and we're under many different mm -hmm. countries, mm -hmm. Arabic countries, Mongolia, Russia, yeah. Soviet Union. We have been through a lot of the yeah. <laughs> You're essentially countries. also a mixed uh, blood uh, country, yeah. Yeah. kind of similar like Estonians. Yeah. And I've heard that the most like uh, expats, I guess, uh, are people from Azerbaijan. Is that true? And is this Azerbaijan, language and culture I think, similar? Uh, no language is for sure not similar. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, Azerbaijan and Turkish people understand each other, but we don't mm -hmm. understand. Um, but I think number one expat communities are me. Either Russians or Armenians, mm. yeah, and also Azerbaijan and Turkish people. Okay, but I'm really curious about the language. Say something longer than just hello. Mm -hmm. Say a sentence so that I can hear. I love uh, foreign languages. I want to hear. All right, uh, what should I say? I you know. can say whatever. Like my name is this and this and. Chemi sacheliya ucha. E. Meut choro bestonechi. We saw engineeria. <laughs> okay, I think That's you work in engineering or work no, no, as an no, engineer. No, I, I learned engineering. Ah, you learned engineering. I ah, learned see, I can understand some. Yeah, see? Maybe I'm a natural talent here. Uh, 
Grace Block Chats era. Okay. This means, you dance, uh, no, 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 this, no, no. The, today we have recording session. Mm. That means. Okay, that one I didn't <laughs> get. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have guessed that that was what you said. No, it's very hard language. I, I've seen. It's, I it sounds a, a little people. bit like Arabic. I think that's the background of the maybe, you know, that maybe. part. But yeah, uh, but the know. words I've that you were mentioning heard. before, uh, those remind me of Asian languages. So mm -hmm. Chinese or Japanese a little bit. But I, I've seen a lot of people that know these like eight nine languages, and they say that Georgian is like very tough to learn so mm -hmm. they don't even go into that business. but is it tough because of how you pronounce things or tough because of the way how your grammar is or grammar alphabet and also pronunciation okay so everything is just so different and you can't yeah. really compare it to anything yeah it's very hard in Estonia for example we learn Estonia you can mm -hmm. at least read it in Georgians, you can't even. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can't even read yeah. it. <laughs> but you can read it when you know the Latin alphabet. Like if you yeah. have no knowledge of Latin alphabet, you wouldn't be able but to read Estonian too. Yeah. But of course, it's, it's common. common. But I mean, like it all comes down to as well, like what's your background? Yeah. Like, how, how many languages do you speak? Well, uh, uh, Georgians usually speak uh, Russian and English, but I, I don't know. I can understand some Russian. Like, if you speak to me Russian, I can understand the idea that you want to mm -hmm. tell. And I can say very basic sentences, but I don't speak Russian. And also, same with the Spanish. I mm -hmm. can understand some because I lived in Barcelona. Ooh. And uh, I can say, Mi casa es su casa or something. Ooh, <laughs> so, that everybody knows. Yeah. That <laughs> que colasa de Barcelona. Pero hablas español? Sí, yo hablo español. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that goes well together with the stereotype that I found out about uh, Georgia that everybody is like super welcoming and, yes. and your first sentence in Spanish was like my home is your home so yeah actually related? it was so similar when I went to Spain I thought I was in Georgia it was like so mm. similar wow. even like People don't care how they drive, <laughs> both in Spain and yeah, we're culturally, like we're, mm. we're both southern country, right? And after Estonia, it was like, oh. <laughs> and everybody's so welcoming and, ¿Cómo estás? And, ¿Qué pasa? And things like that. I think the one thing that I noticed about Spain was that how chill everybody is. Like, yeah. like that's what I was it's saying going. before as well, in, in terms of like comparing Estonia to other countries or, or living abroad that... Um, that uh, the way the level of chill is like you can meet whoever you want to meet and people will be nice to you and friendly to you they don't expect anything in return like mm -hmm. you can see that already yeah. from the perception of how they are you 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 you, you might have the worst day of your life but you enjoy it yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of that kind of situation yeah and i think that's a super important as well so what kind of people are georgian people if you had to describe an average georgian What's the stereotype of a Georgian person? Mm -hmm. Well, average Georgian really likes to cook. Oh, uh, nice. We love food. <laughs> food is, uh, I would say, our number one thing. Okay. Oh, no, it's number two. Oh, number one that? is wine. Georgian, yeah. legendary Georgian wine. Yeah. In Georgia, you don't buy wine because every family produces wine. Oh. <laughs> every family oh, has oh, its nice. own wine. And do you make it out of grapes or something else? Yeah, out of grapes. We have special tradition uh, of making it in autumn. 
Okay. We go to villages. But is it then uh, common that families have their own wineries, yeah. or you have some meat common? Well, no, it's very common that Georgian people make their own. Well, my uncle produces wine, so mm-hmm. we always have. Yeah. My mom always sends it to me. She's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. your friends should know." Yeah. Where you come from. Yeah. So next time when your mom sends over a bottle of wine, please share. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My sister uh, made some homemade wine here as well, and she recently went to Georgia. So I see connections. Yeah, influence. Yeah. But we went so far off, like Ucha and Georgia, and that's it. But where are you? Where were you born? Like, where did you grow up in Georgia? Uh, in Tbilisi, uh, capital city. Oh, it's actually city boy. <laughs> I'm a city boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the, in Georgia we have like 3.5 million people, but in mm. Tbilisi we have two two million. Ah, uh, so, so most so similar to Estonia that most people are living in the capital. Most people, but I mean. It, Two million people is too much okay, for a country yeah. that has 3.5 million in <laughs> okay, the whole yeah, country. It's, it's more than half. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So um, that's like if Tallinn were double the size. Yes, yeah, um, you would say that Georgia is a small country, but Tbilisi is a big city. So you guys like to stick together, or what? What is the thing? <laughs> Why do you? Yeah, actually, I've there? never thought of it that way. Yeah, Georgian people usually are very welcoming, and mm-hmm. we love to hang out with each other, and I guess that's the factor. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard a lot that uh, Georgian people are very hospitable. Yeah, very, very. Yeah, yeah. So I I find that always like very, I don't know, not exciting. I I wouldn't call it that. It's just very admirable because I don't feel the same kind of like hospitability in Estonian people or amongst us. Not not in general. Like I think Estonians no, I mean, are very private yeah. and and uh, reserved kind of people. But whenever I go to Spain or like you know countries where people are like, yeah, come in. I don't yeah, know yeah, you, yeah. strangers. Everybody's welcome. Sharing is caring, and you're like, for real? Yeah. <laughs> What do you want? Like from that me? in Georgia, and uh, yeah, people just love to have you as a guest. We, we mm-hmm. have a saying that guest is a gift from God. Mm. Is it um, really though? <laughs> that's very Estonian answer. I'm not going to answer to that <laughs> question. But it's interesting like thinking about the background like you were also in the Soviet Union, right? Yes. So when I somebody do. asks me from uh, about like why aren't Estonians so welcoming to people, I refer to like oh we have this history with Soviet Union like people just don't trust strangers. Yeah. But you had the same and you're super trustworthy. So what yeah. happened there? <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I don't know, different? but I just grew up in that like it was always normal thing for me to appreciate guests more than yourself in your home yeah yeah, we love guests and I felt it first time like I grew up with it until the age of 18 and then I moved into Estonia and when I first went back I really felt that Georgians are really welcoming Mm -hmm. because they were like what do you want to eat and finish this where do you want to go or what (laughs) Like, why are you asking me? Why don't you ask yourself? <laughs> like, okay, so before you came to Australia, before you even went to the world, like, what, what was the inner driver for you mm-hmm. to even leave Georgia? Was that the plan all along it when you were growing not, up there? Or? It was not the plan at all. I didn't, I didn't even... I didn't even have an idea that I would ever leave Georgia. <laughs> Estonia, when I first came to Estonia for studies, was my first ever country yeah. to go outside Did you know Georgia. anything about Estonia before you came? Not even, no. <laughs> I knew that there were these Baltic countries, 
Latvia, Lithuania, and something else. I always <laughs> uh-huh. the third country. What is it? Finland? No, Slovakia? No. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. So, how did you found this uh, university, or how? I would say, how did you find Estonia? Estonia. <laughs> yeah. So, how that happened was uh, Estonia and Georgia have very good friendship. Um, in, in every sense. So there was this uh, Estonian university presentation event. Mm. Um, I just saw it on Facebook and I just decided to go there. And there was presentation from Tallinn University of Technology, Tallinn University, EBS and Tartu University. Mm-hmm. And I saw, I googled Estonian universities and I saw that Tartu was like a big deal. Yeah. But I went there. And this Tallinn University of Technology had this opportunity that uh, on that session I could take an English language test. If I would pass it with the highest grade, uh, then I could apply without any English language certificate, which mm. I, I didn't have at that time yeah. because I was not planning to leave Georgia. I just took it, you know. I, I didn't know that I, I, I knew English. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know how well you knew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just took it and I handed it. And then they announced my name. Oh. They're like, Uha? <laughs> and then I'm like, Uha! Oh, that's me! <laughs> and then we had an interview with one uh, representative of Taltec. Mm-hmm. And then they, I received an email that I can apply there. Mm-hmm. So it was a huge opportunity for me. Then I looked up, I, I had heard of Estonia before because I had participated <laughs> in uh, Junior Achievement. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had it's an international organization mm-hmm. that does business yeah. projects, yeah, mm-hmm. entrepreneurial projects for high school students. Oh, okay. And I participated there. And the thing was, we were like fifty teams, and the winner would go to Estonia. Oh. And you won. We got second place. We went so to guys. finals, and we got second place. I really wanted so close. To. But well, I came to live in Estonia. Yeah, <laughs> essentially, it was good yeah, curiosity. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. if you would have won it, you wouldn't have stayed around yeah. for so long. Yeah. No, so when was that? That was six years ago. So that this junior, so well, first time I heard about Estonia was through Garage Forty Eight. So this. Uh, Startup movement was starting in Georgia around 2014-15 and that's when I kind of joined mm-hmm. the start the hackathons and all that. I didn't know anything about it. I just joined. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah, there was like a free pizza and all that. So exactly. Yeah. Pizza, pizza is a very major it's argument. It's essential. It's essential. Yeah. If, you, if you miss pizza, like there is no hackathon. That's one thing. <laughs> exactly. That's the number one rule of every hackathon. Because pizza people will come. That's yeah. one thing that I don't care about at all. Yeah. Yes, but you're not an engineer either. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was this organization, international organization, Garage 48. So I didn't participate there because I was participating in another hackathon on that weekend. But I just went. And it was totally in English. And these Estonian people seemed so professional. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I looked up. Estonia is a great country, startup ecosystem. Skype is from there. Yeah. I was using Skype every day mm-hmm. uh, at that point. Not at that point before, <laughs> but, um, and then I saw this opportunity of junior achievements and that's also a stone. So um, I figured out that these people know business. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <shot. laughs> wow. And then I saw this opportunity from Taltec and it was totally amazing. Um, and then I really tried to, uh, then I looked up the programs. I graduated from the math physics oriented high school. So I, I figured out that I had the most chances in engineering field. Mm-hmm. So I just applied there. 
there was actually a huge story how I applied and all that. But you want to keep talking? <laughs> we love stories. <laughs> so yeah, it's been the There's no escaping now. <laughs> I want to hear all about it. <laughs> no, it, it was funny because. Uh, I didn't know English that well. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> you didn't enough to pass the test, but not enough to have a conversation. <laughs> no, well, I knew. I learned English through hip hop. All right. <laughs> I yeah, love it. there's only so much to... you can say. Like, yo, come here, give me yo, the dough. Yeah, 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 something like that. Um, okay. So who's your favorite rapper then? Eminem. Oh, of course, that's, of course. That's how my startups. If you want Eminem. to hear my story, yes, <laughs> that's that's how the whole thing started with Eminem. Uh, kind of. Please stand so, up. Okay, Please this stand is up. So how, how it happened was yeah. I was a huge fan in childhood. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't understand what this guy was saying at all, <laughs> but it was so cool. I okay. loved the videos and all. That. And at that point, he was dropping new albums. Yeah. Um, and it was just great. So <laughs> I started looking up the lyrics and all that. And I really loved uh, the way he was delivering and uh, everything. Uh, so that after that, in 2013, I was on this huge event. Some it was rock kind of event, mm-hmm. and I saw all these passionate people who were listening to rock music, and I really liked it. I, I wanted to have the same kind of community for hip hop fans, mm-hmm. which didn't exist at that time, and st- I don't think it exists. <laughs> in Georgia at this mm-hmm. point um, so I decided that you know what in, in October there was Eminem birthday coming up so I, I was 15 years old Aww. so I was like I want to organize huge hip hop party oh, in the yeah, that's, that's, cool. that's how showing initiative whole... from... happy birthday Eminem yeah. from Georgia with love <laughs> <laughs> at that point I was very, I was a totally different person I was very shy you uh, shy? Very introvert. Uh, I, I didn't like to talk to people. Uh-huh. I'm, an, I'm a classic introvert. <laughs> yeah, so let's yeah. get into it later. You're just out of the cupboard right now. I, know. <laughs> I understand that this concept very well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and I decided to do it. So I couldn't do it alone. You know, I needed finances and all that. So I need sponsors. And then I figured out that, all right, Either I stay introvert and never do these kind of things, <laughs> yeah. or I step out of my comfort zone. And so I went to Tbilisi City Hall. I went to to different companies. I tried to get sponsor. I tried to write a business plan. Mm-hmm. It was huge. And can you imagine, fifteen year old kid oh, comes yeah. to you and says, "I want to organize hip hop event. Can you help me? Can you give me money for that?" But I didn't really. Or- <laughs> I I organized. I managed to organize some kind of a meetup with other Eminem mm-hmm. fans. But I didn't organize the way I wanted. Yeah. But people saw this movement. People saw me mm-hmm. in different organizations. Yeah. And then I, I received this uh, message on Facebook from one guy that he's a student university representative. He was a president or something. And they were called Youth Innovation Club. And they were doing this business marathons. And they would really like me to have be there. I was like, all right, let's go. It was beginning of 2014 already. So I go there. I didn't even know what was startup or anything <laughs> about it. And that day really changed everything in my life. It was like, the, it was whole day training about startups, how mm-hmm. this ecosystem works. And the movement was just starting back mm-hmm. then. We didn't even have any tech company in Georgia at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and there was this business marathon kind of competition. 
they offered me to participate in. It, it was organized by some ministry or something in Georgia. I don't even remember. Some that. ministry that has money left over. <laughs> yeah, 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 some ministry that had money. So they would give, in Georgia, our currency is Lari. Mm-hmm. So they would give me 20, the idea was that they would give me 20 lari, and mm-hmm. out of that money I had to start some kind of a business, uh, to produce some... How much is the same euros, would you say? Oh, it's less than seven, six... Six something, euros? Something like And you that. have to start a business out of six you, euros? You don't have to start a business, <laughs> but you have to produce something that one day they would give you this place in a yeah. mall uh-huh. where you can sell this stuff. How cool is that? Wow. So you should From buy some things. Mm. And then do like stuff, and then sell it. So Ooh. it's ultimate sales competition. Okay. So what did you do? Uh, I bought a clay, clay, and I made some different types sculptures. Of uh, not sculptures. Mm, I just made like this uh, flat stuff, and then I drew some things on it. Oh. Yeah. Like a plate. Yeah. yeah. A clay plate. I failed miserably. <laughs> What? Wasn't there I, so, anybody that wanted to buy stuff like that? <laughs> no, yeah, of, of course not. Um, so the idea of that project is, uh, the, the name of the project is uh, 20 equals 200. So they give mm-hmm. you 20 lars and you have to make at least mm-hmm. 200. Once who make the most wins. Mm-hmm. I made 37.50. Hey, <laughs> at least you got so better was, than 20. Well, I was profitable, yes, yeah, I cannot deny it. Out of six But but the thing was that I didn't have a team. I was alone basically doing that. And the thing that pushed me really hard there was that I met a lot of people, a lot of students, and I was on the schools. I was in 10th grade. And then in the end, main organizers named me as the most active participant. Um, so that that was really like uh, yeah, that, that never tried. This <laughs> introvert guy became like a breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah. So then this organization started to do some, an innovation week, and they mentioned mm-hmm. that they would do this hackathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said they had like this different kind of tech competitions and stuff going on, and they invited me there too. So I went there. I didn't know any. I didn't. I was just sitting there and listening to it and I was just excited from these panel discussions and sessions from different kind of founders. Mm-hmm. It was just amazing. And then in the end, when these people presented whatever they built in just 48 hours, I was like, oh, this is impossible. Like, this okay. is amazing. So then after that, they had this game jam, which was the same, but for gaming. Mm-hmm. And after that, so this start, movement was starting in Georgia. And that's how I got into tech and startups. But I figured out that if I really want to be in this field, I should go outside Georgia to get experience and then mm-hmm. come back with something <laughs> in my head. Um, and then Estonia was like, perf- it was perfect timing that Estonian University started these mm-hmm. promotional sessions. And I think Taltech accepted me because of the fact that I had so many, uh, so much experience with building um, startups. And I ex- I actually participated in other business marathons and I won a couple of them after after oh, the yeah. after the first major after, breakthrough after, yeah, yeah, after <laughs> that's the so thing. cool okay well that's a huge plus point yeah. for you yeah. but and I'm, then seeing this Garage 48 and Junior Achievement and I, I really wanted to experience this Estonian startup culture mm-hmm. uh, and Tech take, take Park in Georgia opened in 2016 in the beginning Okay. And you uh, moved to Estonia when? Yeah, in 2016. In 2016, okay. So, okay. Uh, at that point, I didn't know if I wanted to stay in Georgia and kind of see how this would go or 
go to more developed mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. startup wise more developed place like Estonia and be there mm-hmm. I think it was good decision that I moved in here because I saw a lot and I experienced a lot Mm-hmm. The result is that now I'm running startup adventures. <laughs> so we know you actually because you do you have your own podcast which yeah. is Startup Adventures and we were actually guests on your podcast so you Yay. should go find it and listen <laughs> to that episode. So you will hear what Ucha asked from us and we were talking about our story with our podcast. And now tell us about the podcast as well. Like how did that came about and what is it about? So how it came is, uh, well, first when I came here, I was like an international student and I, I had never met uh, international people in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> just like that. Well, because yeah. I was only, f- my friends were only Georgians. Uh-huh. And I was so excited with this. Like all the people are so different. They have something different to say. Their everyday life is not the same. You know, yeah. it's just super exciting to me, even now, to yeah. learn the stories like behind these people. The international, I, I get inspired with this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It seems you are passionate about people and meeting other people, yeah, exactly. other than Georgians. You were just bored out of your mind of Georgia. It's no, enough. No, no, no. It's love... enough meeting just same people. You know. No, no, no. In Georgia, they're also exciting people. I know. No, no. Of course, they're. Um, so, uh, I started volunteering in Garage, well, first I started participating in Garage 48, mm-hmm. just, I went to like, they announced that, uh, I just saw on the Facebook that they had this event in Tartu and then I saw that it was Garage 48 and then I'm like, oh, this is the same organization that was in Georgia. <laughs> and you're like, okay, skip everything, yeah. university, let's go. <laughs> and I saw that it was for free and accommodation was for free transportation was free and food so I was actually saving money by going there it was so amazing and plus you gained experience so it's like win 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 experience. all around yeah so I go there I joined this team of Latvians and two Ukrainians <laughs> and we won thousand euros <laughs> okay I not didn't bad for your first time around it was not bad at all that's so cool like in most of the Garage 48 events where I've been as well there's always Latvians and yeah. they're surprised, like exactly. surprising people like. I told, yeah. well I think the Latvians are, we should have a Latvian in our show Mo- mainly because of the fact that they always come up with the weirdest ideas in yeah, crazy, crazy <laughs> but the crazy ideas work that is the crazy part about it yeah so then after that they announced the same thing about Belarus so we went to Belarus with Cars 48 by bus from here it was yeah. like 20 hour ride it was another crazy experience and I went to like a lot of those events then I started volunteering there uh, a lot of crazy stories happened. I got really well integrated into the Garage 48 team. So I started being like outsourcing project manager. So I was managing other volunteers. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I joined the SN in university. It's mm-hmm. uh, international uh, organization that makes sure that international students have good time in Estonia. So we made, I was the event manager there. So I was making events for international Erasmus students. What kind of events are they? They're like just get together and get, get to, get to know each we other. We have different causes. We have like mm-hmm. uh, we do language exchange cafes, cultural evenings. We have international dinner. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. 
And that's Justina. You two seem to have to collaborate. And that's how I kind of developed my like stage skills and communications and all that. And then in the university, everybody knew that I was around startup community. So everybody was asking me how to get into it. Mm-hmm. And in the startups, everybody was telling me that, oh, bring your friends because we need some people. There. Mm-hmm. So then I thought, why don't I make my own initiative, which will combine these two? And yeah. that's how Startup Adventures was born. Uh-huh. We wanted okay, to so create two something. And two together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was in the perfect position. I was like a student guy that yeah. was in the startups. So I could match these two. So I, I loved creating content, um, just writing and mumbling in front of microphone and going It's the weird that, uh, like, okay, you came from like math, physics background, shy kid. What did you study engineering in university? Yes. Yeah, okay. And then your actual passion seems to be more about uh, writing and performing rather than yeah. engineering. So yeah, did that change or is it the, that you love both things? No, I, I think. I think I always loved it. Like, I always loved creating content. Something. Okay, but you just didn't know how to make money with it or that yeah, to make it no, into yeah, a career. Yeah. I would actually say that it's quite often that people, when they, when they feel that they have one area in their week, like talking, for example, that they try, that they, after years, they get famous for that thing yeah. because they put so much emphasis on it yeah. and they practice, practice, practice. That's exactly how I joined the Ascension. It was a karaoke party uh, and I just went there just, just to, it was just cool part. And there was a list of songs and I was like, okay, let's take a look. And there was an Eminem song and I decided to rap. It was and a then sign. It was, I read the real some shady there. And then next day I go to university and random people approach me. They're like, you, the real Slim, you are the guy who rap? And it was so amazing. I was like, I want, I want to have this life. All right? It's so a rock star life. That, that's how I joined uh, ESN. And similar happened in Garage 48. When I was volunteer on, on my second event. Uh, so when pitches are over, then jury has to make their own decision. Mm-hmm. So during that time, it's kind of chaos. And when jury comes back, you need to calm people down mm-hmm. and tell them that people are coming. So project manager tells me to do something to get their attention. And I don't know what to do. So I just type in, lose yourself on the song, Eminem. <laughs> and I start, I don't know why, how that happened, but I started rapping on Garage 48 ah, stage. Okay. Like mom's spaghetti. Oh, nice. And people really enjoyed it. Who would have thought that? That's entertainment. I didn't even know. I didn't even know that I was going to do that to be but maybe that's the best part where you just actually randomly do it. Yeah, yeah, because then you don't have the time. That's the not overthinking part where yeah. you're like exactly you're just doing as it comes along. And maybe that was the right. Well, yeah, time. I think I think yeah, Garth would learn gave me that skill that yeah. I, I just thinking on your feet. I, I just yeah, go for it. And I think that's the part that I really enjoyed about these Garage Forty Eight. Um, events as well, because I've participated in a few and I know Tina has in, participated in a few. And the main part is like, first of all, you got very mm, much of this passion networking yeah, going exactly. around. Like yeah. there's mm-hmm. a lot of excitement in the air. So you kind of already feel like I want to be part of it. I want to change the world, even when you don't even know what you're going to change the world <laughs> with, yeah. right? So you just kind of want to be part of this energy exchange or this yeah. flow that's going on mm-hmm. in the room already. That's one part. And then once it gets into 
like doing mode. You're like, oh, I want to be part of this team, like this yeah. team building and figuring yeah. out what the mission is. Yeah. And but when you go through it, like when you go into it too much, then you actually have your own ideas that is against, not against the organization, but you guys kind of get some kind yeah. of restrictions. Like I had that case from ESN and from Garfield. So that's why I really wanted to come up with my own platform yes. where I would be the boss, you know, just yeah. do whatever I want. So what were the restrictions, for example, or what do you... Like, it's not like restrictions, but your... if I just come up with an idea of making some kind of a video or a mm -hmm. live stream, mm -hmm. you, you should um, plan it before, you should know who you're targeting people. And I don't care yeah, about that yeah, stuff. Yeah. I just, you just want to do. I just want to do it, you know. And Startup Adventures for me is that platform where I can just, I don't, I'm not afraid to fail. I can just go for it and do it. And that's why I restrict all the investors to come in and all of those, these kind of partners to like restrict us some stuff and control the content. We're okay. So essentially what you're saying is that you don't want there to be anybody else other than you making not, not all only the big me, decisions. but the team. Yeah. Okay. Or the team just yeah. to drive away from the mission that you have in your head. Because yeah. I think in a lot of cases as well, when money starts to get involved yeah. or when like uh, you're doing it for the fame or for the numbers or exactly. for the whatever, then the value proposition of whatever you're creating tends to lower itself yeah. or it tends to lose itself. So for me, for me, it's a learning platform. You know, I don't, I don't look at it as like... A, you're well, learning by doing. Yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't look at it as... I want to change the world with it or I want to become like next tech crunch or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's it's a media platform, yeah. But I just do it because I want to experience. Okay, but so for the people who don't really know much about it and hear it for the first time, so what is it in there? There is a podcast and what else? So basically what we do is we try to create uh, content about startups from our point of view. Mm -hmm. So we share our own startup experiences. What I do is I go to a lot of different startup companies and also big companies that have startup culture and I interview them about their everyday life so that I can show to other people how is it like to work there. Also, I write about my hackathon experiences um, and also do the podcasts with different people who are not like necessarily founders and investors and all that, just to whoever it is. They're also on the startup journey as well. Yeah, they're in, yeah. they have their startup adventures yeah. to ship. Okay. That's yeah, the whole exactly. idea. Yeah. Are they all Estonian startups? or? No. no. We try to go as global as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, we love Estonian startups and we, we do a lot of collaborations just because we're here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's convenient. Yeah, it's convenient. But, but it's only one perspective. So. Yeah, we also connect to startups in Amsterdam, Barcelona, London, we have, we have done a lot of cross collaborations. Mm -hmm. So essentially you're saying that, yeah, I'm just doing it because I kind of like, you know, this is not my mission and we don't want to change the world or like take over mm -hmm. the world. But essentially what you're doing, you're taking over the world. I'm connecting. <laughs> I know, maybe, yeah. Well, you are like, you don't want to say it out loud because <laughs> it feels like you're going to jinx it. But at the same time, what you are doing, you're already connecting the dots on the map. It's not like you're trying to change your Yeah, but it came with time. It, it wasn't like I sat down and I was like, I want to do necessarily Okay, that. so it wasn't the it, initial it, mission. Yeah, it came with the time because I saw that was the need. I saw that was the use of our, our platform. I saw that people started getting jobs because of us. Mm -hmm. And it was just amazing for me to even think about it. Mm -hmm. You know, you help some people to 
yeah. have access to that. It's just amazing. So can you share some of the craziest or most unexpected things that you found out through these interviews? Or like, what didn't you expect about some startups or founders? Oh, oh uh, <laughs> A lot of things, actually. <laughs> no, like it, top it was, three or it top was one. like all of those weird experiences that people are going through. Like I've met people that are like, well, the first guy comes to my mind is this Brazilian guy who is trying to make uh, with the blockchain. He has this blockchain technology and startup with the blockchain technology. He's trying to make digital uh, signatures. So, and he's from, he's trying to make it in Brazil mm -hmm. where everybody, everything is very centralized because of notaries and a lot of kind of mafia stuff is going mm -hmm. on. Yeah. So I think I've heard about this guy. This, these people, <laughs> yeah. And, and these people just don't want this kind of system to exist. So this guy had to leave Brazil because it was threat for him mm -hmm. to be there. So he's in Estonia right now and he's managing his team. Yeah, uh, isn't it here. isn't it crazy that you have to leave your own country to create this world changing idea or your yeah. country creating idea? I think mm -hmm. that just illustrates so well, like how so much people to want to be in their little mm -hmm. comfort bubble and not actually change. Yeah. We think we want change, but once the change comes, everybody works so hard against it. <laughs> so I think in that sense, like Estonia, um, one thing that I just noticed is that Estonia is really good at at going with the flow. Yeah. Or at least going quicker with the flow because of the fact that we're so tiny. Yeah. There is, of, of course, always some resistance. You can see it in the, in the culture. It's ingrained and we don't want to just do it because yeah. everybody else is doing it. But then there are like a lot of things that we do just because someone else has somewhere else done it. So we want to make our own. <laughs> like, I don't know, Kickstarter and Hawaii, yeah, yeah, yeah. for instance. Like, it's yeah. like we have, we need our own version. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's, it's just amazing. And to be able to meet these kind of people every day and communicate with them. And these kind of people are reaching out to you to get some publicity. Mm, yeah. It's just, nice. wow, it's amazing. But it must be very inspiring as well very to inspiring. hear their stories. And that's why, that's why we always ask this question in the end, that what would be your advice to up and coming entrepreneurs? And mm -hmm. well, in your case, it was uh, people who want to start their podcast because we are the people who want to learn. We position ourselves, we don't really teach anything to anyone. We don't even say that <laughs> you can learn something from necessarily us. We are the people who go around and ask other experienced people so you can get advice from this. Mm -hmm. Like it's kind of experience sharing type of platform. Yeah, I would say it's quite mission based, <laughs> mission driving. Like there seems to yeah. be a big mission behind it. Yeah, it, it came up. No. <laughs> See, but maybe it's also it's very in, ingrained in you already that you come from a place where maybe you didn't have so many options to begin with but then you saw a lot of potential and then yeah. you wanted to be part of this huge potential in a place where it's already growing so maybe one of those questions that comes to my mind is that how long are you planning on staying in uh, Estonia and when will you bring all that knowledge back to Georgia oh and well, if you even will, you know. Uh, I, I definitely <laughs> plan to go back to Georgia, okay. but I think I'm very young, you know, to... How young are you? I'm 23. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, you are very young. You look older. Oh, okay. look yeah, older and wiser. <laughs> older and wiser. Well, <laughs> well, you could have cheated the system. Wiser already look better, wouldn't you? Yeah. 
23 is very young, yes. Then you have uh, quite a lot of time. Yeah, so I want, to, I want to travel as much as I can and explore many different things. Because coming to Estonia gave me so much new things. And then going to Barcelona, it, it was totally life-changing changing experience. And traveling to the whole and being part of so many different uh, organizations uh, and working with so many inspiring people gave me a lot of knowledge mm-hmm. that... I think if I continue like this for a couple of more years, then I, I have a lot to take back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your baggage yeah. will be pretty, pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah. So in a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> so my question would be like, if you communicate and talk with so many inspiring people all the time, what are your dreams and what is in your bucket list? What would you like oh. to achieve? Oh, wow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it has changed so much. Do you have a life. vision board? I don't know. Do you have a vision board? I have, yeah, of course. I can show it. Did you have a vision board when you were 23? I might have, yeah. I oh, always no. had lists and stuff for, with the new me, lists. For me, now the goal is to live in many different places and meet mm-hmm. as many new people as I can and uh, be introvert in mind. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think find it very um, curious that you would define as an introvert, but then at the same time be very curious about other people. It was so fun. I'm I'm always the like in the recent years I'm always like hosting this ESN big parties where a lot of international (laughs) and I always do this. I go on the stage on parties and I'm like, make some noise if you're from Spain, make some if you're from France. (laughs) And I had this uh, one flatmate from Slovakia, (laughs) and we were talking, and I said that I'm I'm introvert, and she's like, well, you're not. Let's start with that. But I said I am, and then. Next day we have this party, <laughs> and then I go back home and she shows me this look, Mr. Introvert. He shows me a video. I'm on the stage, drunk, screaming, <laughs> "Make some noise if you're from Spain!" <laughs> yeah, I would say busted. But maybe, maybe here's a theory. Like I like to call myself an introvert too, but actually, like if I'm being very honest, I think I'm an ambivert. Yeah. That is the the person in the middle, right? But what, why I call myself an introvert is how I charge myself. So I like to go and curl up and, you know, isolate myself every once in a while from people so that I can gather my energy. Whereas extroverts are the kind of people that they go to a party and they get all the energy. Yeah, I don't get energy from so, the party. See, yeah. So in that sense, yeah, maybe you're just an ambivert uh, that has introverted way I don't of know, gathering I stuff. don't know those words, to be honest. Ambivert is uh, between, like, if introvert is like the one that, you know, yeah. hides away in a cave yeah. and doesn't really talk, and extrovert is the kind of person that is like the life of the party and that gets energy from other people, mm-hmm. whereas introvert gives energy, then ambivert is right in the middle. Like, he... They can be or show off or come off as an uh, extroverted person. But uh, in the meantime, when they need to gather energy, they go back home and they are like an introvert, like a yeah. good cup of tea and a book and, you know, whatever, cats and caves and <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you can learn. Like, for yeah. instance, for me, yeah. it was like, you wouldn't believe that I had like the biggest stage fright, like... If you know anything about my uh, background, was, then you wouldn't believe that. I was so afraid to go <laughs> on stage on Girls 48 for the first yeah. time. Mm-hmm. I was like, so now I feel the most comfortable on the stage. Exactly. I feel more comfortable <laughs> on the stage than like mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's like lights on, show on, let's go. I love, like, microphone is the most comfortable thing. Yeah, I can see here today with the podcast recording as well. It's the same thing. Like, but is it yeah. because you get energy from the people watching you? Or or it's because somebody has given you or said that, okay, now you have to shine, you have to be on the spot? No, I think... I think it gives I, you a purpose? Yeah. I think I love bullshitting people. <laughs> okay, maybe not purpose. Then. <laughs> I love uh, when the voice is heard and uh, people are listening. Okay, yeah, so then you are yeah, still officer looking for a meaning. Mm-hmm. So I think in that sense, you've chosen a really good platform for yourself because essentially you are learning constantly. Yeah. You're constantly uh, having to step out of your comfort zone, but at the same time, you are offering value to the rest of the world yeah. by writing the stories and by learning about the stories. And through that, you are actually changing the world. Whether you understand it now or not, that is a different story. And I would say it's the same kind of thing that um, initially we had with found in Estonia. I did not expect it to be so changing for myself, for yeah. instance, uh, about the perception of Estonia. But I've, I've noticed that that is happening. And at the same time, I realized as well that there is a bigger purpose for found in Estonia. Um, that I didn't maybe see in the very beginning about opening other people's minds and sharing stories of people who um, normally wouldn't get the limelight, you know? Mm. So it's it's kind of, yeah, it's, if you hear someone else's perception, and then you actually, start to appreciate more what yeah, you have. <laughs> I, think, I think this impact is something that drives, like, I guess you too, mm-hmm. that when you see that uh, the content you put out has an impact on some people, and I've seen some people applying to Pipedrive and going through my article just to know what kind of... What to expect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What kind of works. It's just amazing to see. Um, it's just, yeah, mm. great. So aside from the old startup world, what else has been surprising to you in Estonia? Or how would you compare Georgian culture and Estonian culture? What are oh, the differences? Estonian culture is so me. <laughs> me? Okay. Me, me. Uh, me. Like, you feel more like self-centered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> so how, why? If you would com- compare countries to the people, I think Estonia would be... <laughs> what do you mean by that? Calm, relaxed, but at the same time, passionate about... Yeah, Estonia is like a very chill place, but if you take startup world, it's one of the coolest things. Yeah, it's very bubbly. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's very active. But at the same time, it's still like a very relaxing place. It's not like your American uh, TV show where you go, everybody, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> yeah, you get that on the on the events sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. But, uh, but in general, uh, the excitement or the passion, I think, is more like an inner flame. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to describe yeah. it. Uh, yeah, about, about Georgia, I would say that... Um, well, Georgian people are naturally very southern people. Mm-hmm. Like we have, love. we have sun there, <laughs> like you. Yeah. Helps to keep up the optimism. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of energy, and people are, yeah, very energetic. And we and we love like to have guests and parties at our place and things like like mm-hmm. a lot of traditions and culture uh, plays a big role. I think Estonia and Georgia are like really different, but still some similarities because we were like one country yeah. <laughs> thirty years Back ago. In the day. <laughs> <laughs> so there are those similarities. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't know. I've never thought of it like that way. I I love Georgia a lot. When I go back, it's an amazing place to like uh, see my childhood friends and family and chill with them. And I love Estonia to live, mm-hmm. to be productive. I feel so productive in Estonia. I didn't feel this productive anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, we kind of don't let you uh, get off so because, easy, I because think. Because it's, no, it's just so Everybody's cold. Everybody's doing something. Like in Barcelona, <laughs> for example, instead of writing content, you will just go to the beach, yeah. you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, in Barcelona and just... Yeah. Have a mojito or something. Yeah. Oh, here, yeah. <laughs> what about? I have this question. I heard that Georgia is like really strong on body contact. Like people are always touching each other. Yeah. And men are walking hand by hand on streets. So yeah, yeah, yeah. what? What was this what? contrast about? Then, like, <laughs> do you miss it or? Well, and tell us a bit. No, no, not really because I I hang out with internationals here mostly. Oh, so they are so more on the body contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they give you your affection uh, levels. They yeah. keep them level. So in that sense, I would say it's all balanced. Interesting. <laughs> uh, we have very strong Georgian community in Estonia. Okay. Yeah. Do you have like the cuddle hours? Not that much. Um, yeah. But but so, there is still like some some like minded souls around. Yeah, like I would say Greek, Italian, Spanish, Portuguese people, mm-hmm. French. You saw them mm-hmm. French, but kind of Slovakian, mm-hmm. Czech. Yeah, there is a very similar. like uh, I don't know. For me, they seem like very optimistic yeah. uh, about <laughs> life. I don't know I why about body contact. <laughs> no, but I mean the optimistic people as well. Yeah. They are very affectionate. And honey. I think yeah. maybe that's why they are so optimistic. In they have Spain, more for example, whenever you buy stuff, even though this person doesn't know English and you don't know mm-hmm. Spanish, you have a conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had I had very nice uh, flatmates in uh, Barcelona. Uh, Uruguayan guy who was a musician. Uh, he had the guitar and he was so annoying. He always <laughs> played. He was always playing guitar. You're not so a fan then of music. he didn't play like uh, rap for Eminem. No, he was playing all the other stuff, but hip hop. I was like, man, come on! <laughs> and he was telling me this random fact about music. Oh, you know how jazz was created in Southern North America? I was like, tell me more about it. I don't, I don't care. Like crap, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> keep talking. Right in front of, I had a meeting, online meeting with one Estonian organization mm-hmm. and I was really rushing. And this guy comes to me, he's like, do you know how the jazz was created in Southern America? <laughs> <laughs> I have meeting in like 30 seconds. Do I look like a person who wants to hear it? But no, he, he was really nice. Mm-hmm. He was always playing guitar. So then I would play my hip hop mm-hmm. music on the loudest and then he would stop and now it's stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had this German guy. Mm, who was always oh let's go out for a beer 
All right, let's mm-hmm. go out for a beer. I can <laughs> 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 what is there? And then uh, one Argentinian girl that was always doing uh, house parties at our oh. place. So it was a lot of fun. So we were like a perfect family that had this love-hate relationship. Yeah. Perfect dysfunctional. Yeah. Yeah. And they were always, they were speaking Spanish to me like I understood. They were like, <laughs> tu a bien? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But did you start to understand Spanish? Yeah, yeah. I, I started to understand it. It's, I, it's so I was responding in English. And they were speaking Spanish, yeah. so it was great. We were watching movies together in Spanish. Yeah. It was it was really amazing experience. Mm. Talking about language, mm, what about you and Estonian language? Oh, <laughs> I did a I did a class. So I was telling the story. I I did a class, but I uh, didn't really catch up. <laughs> well, I passed the class. So I learned in the end we had to write fifteen Estonian sentences. Mm-hmm. So the sentences I remember it was like four years ago. So a sentence I remember is "Mar uh, mastanjatis." Okay, important one. Yeah, I love ice cream. Minun nimi on Ucha. My name is Ucha. Ah, yo, not yo, no. Eyole, 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 Ma ma eiraginestiget. Oh. And also ma ma ragnestigat. And I speak Estonian. Not to yeah, yeah, This kind of. So, what is your favorite word in Estonian? Yaltist. Yaltist. Mm, ice cream. <laughs> Why? What kind of ice cream do you like? Strawberry. I I I like everything with strawberry. Mm. Strawberry is my favorite. Why? I don't know. It's just good. <laughs> it's just great. Okay. Strawberry is my favorite flavor with everything. Okay. Anything else uh, that you find, um, how should I say, weird about Estonians? Weird about Estonians? Oh, no. <laughs> There's nothing weird about Estonians? Like I you mean, said, you, you fit in here perfectly. But... Everybody is different. Like everybody has its own character. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there is anything weird about um uh, If somebody in general about like Estonians or okay, so Spanish let me ask this then. If somebody asked you to describe an Estonian person, how would you tell them? What are Estonians like? Calm, relaxed, reserved. But when they open up, they open up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know they, they are fully. Then you get it all. Then you get it all. So uh, yeah, very very chill, and then that's what I love about Estonians. That they're not ner- like whatever happens, Estonians are never nervous. <laughs> you know. Really? <laughs> I don't know if I would agree, but I, I really yeah. like the way how you translate it. Yeah. The way how you see our nervousness in calm. No, yeah, they're very calm and okay. My company failed. All right. Maybe we're just like keeping it together really well, but yeah. inside it's like oh, oh my well, god. I don't know. Yeah. Nah, you haven't investigated further. Yeah. You're just on the shell part. <laughs> like it's a Kinder egg. You need to open it up at some point. You yeah, know, exactly. it's like not everything is like mm. on the outside. Mm. <laughs> Do you live together here with Estonians? No, no. Um, I, I think I've never lived in Estonians. Nice. <laughs> Welcome to Estonia. <laughs> We see you've integrated well with us. <laughs> But I have a lot of great Estonian friends. So okay, that's important. Cool. Yeah, in ESM we have some Estonians. Uh, in my classmates were Estonians, so yeah, I, I would say Estonians are great people. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Well, I stayed here for five years. Yeah, well, yeah, but who knows why? Like. like, you might have had other polls, like the startup world, or like really cool international friends. Because you know, <laughs> so we don't really know yet whether it was Estonia that kept you here, or the Estonians, or well, the startup yeah, world. It's for listeners to find it out, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, but do you find it uh, hard to make friends with Estonians? Not really. No. Not for you. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm not. Well, naturally, again, I'm introvert, right? So mm. I'm not the person who goes up to people and stuff. You're like stopping. the cat. You just, uh, <laughs> you just but, sit next to person and yeah. ask them to. Exactly. Well, not even ask. You wait for them to approach you. Exactly. That's my way of living. So if people are like approaching me, I don't have any problems with talking, but I'm not the guy who. Yeah, it's kind of like me. I would say, like, I may, like, especially next to Kaisa, I usually seem like I'm super introverted. <laughs> but one time when we were discussing, like you said as well, like how you count it as in like how you get energy. And me, when I'm super tired, but I go to an event that I talk to like five yeah. people who I don't know, then afterwards I can't fall asleep because I'm full of energy. I'm loaded, like yeah. I get so much energy from it. And I can't imagine anything worse than that. <laughs> For me, the blue hair is essentially a, a flight trap. <laughs> I can't, it's, it's a good way of not staying in your comfort zone, but at the same time, it's a good way of attracting other people to come to you so you don't have to do, yeah. you know, what an extrovert would need to do and talk to people. I have, I, I have different things. Like I have this one t-shirt that I always wear on different conferences mm -hmm. where I have to network. Mm -hmm. It says, Ucha is trying his best. Mm -hmm. Aww, so these people approach me and also, oh, what are you trying? <laughs> <laughs> like, Who is it? That's a good icebreaker. And then yeah, these people are just start talking to me and I'm like, oh. Yeah, see, I'm telling you, everybody has a technique of their own. It's yeah. an introvert super skill. Yeah, so yeah because I, I would not be like, hey, hey how are you doing? <laughs> that kind of... <laughs> that would feel a little bit awkward too. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's true. Okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah, but Estonians, I figured out that Estonians love coffee. Oh, and more than uh, Georgian people? I Do think Georgian people all, yeah, a lot, but mm. we more we we like tea more mm. than coffee. I oh, think. Yeah, yeah, you have like tea plantations, right? Yeah, there's one like quite known like Estonian company or bunch of Estonian people who went to Georgia really? and bought this ch wow. uh, tea plantation and they're making know. tea. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I can there's like <laughs> entrepreneurship there. happening there. That's put their amazing. monies together and made mm. a deal. Nice, but I don't I don't drink coffee. Mm -hmm. I know, my favorite coffee is chai latte. Mm -hmm. coffee. Which That's is not, not even, even a coffee. chai either. <laughs> yeah, it's chai somewhere in the middle. Yeah, to be honest, I am a huge fan of chai latte, but yeah. uh, I've been told many times not to compare it to chai, the actual chai. Is that coffee? Mm, no. So there, uh, there, whatever, like wherever I see this kind of machine, whatever says latte, I press it. Mm -hmm. So you just That's how I know. Mostly milk. Yeah. Okay, it's mostly milk. And, then and you know I, what I found out? Mm -hmm. In Italian, latte means milk. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's wow. all connected yeah. in my head. Wow. Right now. Okay. It's, like, wow, yeah. it's amazing. It's, it's amazing when you learn a language and then you start making connections because yeah. I learned like Italian, like basics. And then I was also like, wait a minute, like the city part in Italian, Rocca al mare, which, which means like literally in Italian, Rocca al mare, like store. Uh, 
stone in on the seaside oh, and I was like wow and fruity uh, tutti frutti like the candies literally means like all the fruits <laughs> tutti frutti and like things like that that just yeah, yeah see that's what I love in Estonian people they're simple they just took a sentence let's translate it into Italian let's name it to our company <laughs> But it's kind of funny as well when you're mentioning now the language thing. Like the more I learn Spanish, the more I understand why Spanish people don't speak English properly, <laughs> or what they actually mean when they're saying certain things. Because you start translating always. You translate from Spanish to English, but some of the words they sound the same, but the meaning is totally different. When I wanted to start learning Spanish, I encountered to this Esperanto thing. I thought that was Spanish. Because oh, Esperanto, Espanol. <laughs> I thought it was the same thing. But then I found out that it's a language for nobody. Yeah, it's kind of a dead language. <laughs> but well, at you know, there are like a, a five million people speaking. They have yeah, it's more than Estonian. It, it just amazes me. How can person be that confident to come up with the language and now this many people are speaking? Well, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And it's also similar what uh, Jair Tolkien made, like the Order of Lord of the Rings. Like he came up, first thing he came up with the Elvish language. Yeah. Then he created the world around it. And then he wrote the story that happened in that world, which was Lord of the Rings. And then the movies and start, things started happening. But now he there are people who learn Elvish and speak it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> I find it actually really interesting, like uh, in, in a lot of those sci-fi fantasy movies, you know, they yeah. put a lot of effort in actually making the language parts very believable. There are actual people coming up with those actual languages yeah. and there are people who speak those languages and you're like, oh my God, there's an actual system behind it. When they put that much effort into like learning Estonian, maybe Estonian wouldn't be so dead out language. <laughs> I think it's Estonian, it's not bad language <laughs> no no but I think it's equally as uh, complicated for foreigners yeah. to learn it as would be Georgian, Georgian for instance yeah. do you feel like if you don't speak Estonian do you feel like you have any like borders or some blocks or something that you can't no, don't Estonia, can't do Estonia, in Estonia is one of those countries that I can say that English is if you know English you could mm -hmm. even in south of Estonia or have you been to South uh, of Estonia? I've been to Tartu. Oh, I live in Tartu. That's South of Estonia. <laughs> I've been to Tartu and Parno. <laughs> mm -hmm. so I didn't have any problems that. there. Mm -hmm. I guess it depends. Unless you're going to like in the middle of nowhere, then yes, yeah. you might come across an old person that doesn't but know English. But still, people understand it. Like people, I don't know. I think part of it, why people understand it, is because in Estonia, if you have movies and stuff, it's it's subtitled, it's not um, voiceover. Yeah. And I think that plays a huge role mm -hmm. in terms of how quickly people and kids, for instance, learn uh, new languages. Mm -hmm. So um, in, in that sense, I think we already have an advantage. Um, but for foreigners coming here, I know a lot of people are afraid of like, oh, I come here, I don't speak any Estonian. Then yeah. Actually, you shouldn't really worry about it. Yeah, you, you shouldn't. There are these countries where you should not worry about it, like the Netherlands, Belgium, Czech Republic, mostly small countries. Mm. You know, they know that their language is not... <laughs> it's not the popularity vote, let's say. It's not yeah. in top five. If, <laughs> if you go to France, they don't even care. You don't mm -hmm. speak French. Je parle du Then you don't. <laughs> Do not exist. <laughs> <laughs> then you just don't integrate, and that's all. Mm -hmm. it's, I guess it's fine. 
it really depends in terms of that. Yeah. You were talking about food. Yeah, before. I was thinking about that as well. Like, hmm. well, food is the thing that uh, I'm very bad at. Uh, typical <laughs> Georgian cooks really well. Okay. Like really. Well. So what went wrong with you? I but, don't know. But maybe like when do they start cooking well? Do they need like 10 years of practice and you just haven't reached that 10 years of no, practice? No, they just do it from the childhood. Yeah, they just do it. And I, I've never really got into it, you know. I, I never cared about what I ate. I, I, I just eat stuff, mm. <laughs> you know. My favorite food is like McDonald's oh. and all that. Oh, God. Oh, thank, thank God you're 23 years old. Let's talk again in 10 you know, years. You know <laughs> what's my favorite thing when I travel? No. I go to, when I travel, the first thing I do when I travel is I go to McDonald's. Oh, my That's God. It. Why? Because I have this assumption that... Uh, better the country is, worse the McDonald's they have. <laughs> like in Amsterdam, McDonald's sucks, but Amsterdam is one of my favorite cities, you know. Which reminds me of the story that when I went to Spain, like the first place, you know, this is the country where food is everything as well. Like equally, I think yeah. uh, Spanish people are super like excited about their food. First place they brought me to, the most Spanish place, McDonald's. <laughs> Straight from the airport oh to McDonald's. I I like, oh we had God. some American guests here. <laughs> and you know where, where we brought them? <laughs> It's wow. Americano. <laughs> oh my god. How did they enjoy it? No, they loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take California pizza. This <laughs> is <laughs> funny enough. Yeah. Right at home. <laughs> funny enough, like McDonald's and like pizza chains are like the one things that when I travel I never go to those places. Oh, I always go to McDonald's. I, I have some stuff that I should do when I travel. What are one, those? So one is McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Another one is if I stay in some hostel, I, I ask if they have 24-hour gym around. I never go to gym. <laughs> I, but they I, make an I don't even have clothes to work out. <laughs> you know, so better. I just ask it because maybe I'll start it tonight. You, know? you want to make an impression. <laughs> yeah, I ask, is there a 24-hour gym around? And they say no. Uh, I go. Yeah. I, then, <laughs> it gives you just a good excuse not yeah. to start that time. But uh, I would say I have my sport activities. I do 10,000 steps every day. Mm-hmm. Every day, there's oh. no exception. Oh, that's cool. I just walk around, you know. Mm -hmm. So, do you think that Tallinn is the best place to uh, live in terms of walking around? Oh, I love walking around Tallinn. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I agree. I love that. Because the it's one amazing. thing that I noticed was that when I was living in Tartu, and I am living in Tartu again now, yeah, <laughs> is the fact that I actually walk around and never take a bus. But in Tallinn, I started. Yeah, Tartu, yeah, to Tartu like, is like what ten minutes. I think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 45 minutes from one side to another <laughs> but who's counting <laughs> in Tartu it might be difficult to get like 10,000 steps I feel like but in Tallinn it's like I, I just got 10,000 the other day I walked 6 kilometers no I do 10,000 steps like every day I need mm -hmm. to it's my sport activity but that's I never good. go to gym but that's good at least you got something you know yeah Mm. Um, okay. Do you have any foods that you don't like in Estonia or that you find really oh, weird? Yeah, of course. Which? Oh, shoot. Estonia, you guys like to put pineapple in everything. Pineapple is great. Pineapple? And it, Where do you see it? In salads and stuff. Like carrot salad. Yeah. Um, well, carrot salad, it's yeah, really good. good. <laughs> do you think? <laughs> but I think it's honestly more for the sugar. I, listen, I, I appreciate the concept of pineapple on pizza. I'm not Italian, <laughs> all right? I appreciate it. I don't really eat it too much, but I appreciate that concept. Okay. But, but not in carrots. Pineapple in everything. That's where you draw the line. I'm like, in everything? This is know. already too much. It's just much. one thing. It's 
not in everything. Yeah. No, this is. This what is the other thing where you can I don't see? Really, see, see? I don't see, really look at food in that way. I'm a very pineapple. McDonald's person, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, there's no pineapple in McDonald's. <laughs> no, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Is there? I don't know. Okay. Never Besides looked. pineapple, is there anything else? Considering that it's not our national fruit or anything here, but I don't know. They were advertising blood sausage a lot, mm-hmm. which but I loved. Yeah, nice. <laughs> no, you didn't like. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's it's maybe not your favorite. Mm-hmm. It's not. I would say that Estonians eat that much blood sausage as well, other than during Christmas season. It's Christmas yeah. food. It's okay. Christmas food. Yeah, we don't. Whereas when you compare it to, let's say, uh, the the British and their black pudding, it's like an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. You always have. But like I don't a, know. Honestly, yeah. I don't. I don't care what I eat. I just eat. Yeah, but we're just trying to figure out like your relationship with Estonian food. What we understand that you don't. Yeah. Oh, that's a good yeah. question. Have you tried? What do you think is Estonian? Have you food? tried Kohuke? Oh, I I love Kohuke uh, so yeah, much. Kohuke <laughs> is amazing. It's like which one is your favorite? The one with the jam or the one without the jam? The one covered in white chocolate or the one covered in just dark chocolate? Dark chocolate, mm-hmm. yeah. but no jam. Maybe I don't. <laughs> Honestly, I don't you don't judge. I don't judge. Yes. <laughs> it's a coke. <laughs> it's coke. It's coke. It has its own life, you know. <laughs> If you had to describe what coke is, how would you describe? Um. So, it's non-vegan stuff for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Dairy product all the way. Yeah. Dairy, dairy product. They have lots of free have options. But chocolate and inside you get white stuff. Uh, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I love eating. Don't get me wrong. I love eating, but I just don't care what. You're just not very particular about food. Uh, yeah, okay. exactly. Some people are like, "Oh, what do we cook today?" and then they spend the whole day in cooking. Mm-hmm. I don't get that concept. I can be way more useful doing some other stuff than That's good. Yeah. You get to the point where you're like, "Okay, <laughs> there's enough decisions I made during yeah. today, so yeah, exactly. uh, I will just go to McDonald's." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's your kind that's of. That's the thinking procedure. Mm-hmm. Is there any kind of uh, hobbies that you uh, do here in Estonia? You mentioned karaoke before. Are you mm-hmm. an avid karaoke lover? If, if big, you are, huge, I can uh, tell you a good place where to go to karaoke in Tallinn. Hmm. Um, Probably know so it. So we had two karaoke places. Uh, ESN is partnering with uh, Groove and Red Emperor. <laughs> and Red Emperor is famous. For I was host of karaoke shows in both of them. Mm. Oh, oh so, okay. I, I really love karaoke. Yeah. There's a place called Retrotet. If you've never I been, you know. should uh, definitely go. It's really cool. It's uh, near uh, Kovma. Oh, uh, do you know where the trolley station is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the huge one with the three and one and yeah. six, I think. It's right there. It's like uh, through an alleyway. It's a very small place. It's a unique place, but they have like really nice uh, stage and it's very rare. I used to go. That's That used to be my favorite yeah. karaoke bar in Tallinn. There's honestly no karaoke in Tartu, so I'm very upset about that. Well, what about these naive shooters and naive bars? Never, I actually have never been, but there I think they usually are ESN events, so I never really dare to my go. People. Uh, yes, my yes, people. so I never really like dare to go because I'm not really sure what I'm going to encounter. Then do I have to be an ESN member? Or no, not? you don't. You, okay. it's open for everybody. Yeah, we, but we, then we, I go there. I have my introvert problem where it's like I don't really know anybody, <laughs> so it's like everybody comes no, with no, their no. own international group of friends. They will, no, no, they will <laughs> approach you for sure. Okay. Uh, it's it's magic okay. of ESN. Oh, so it's my smile, right? It works oh, really yeah, well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay, well, maybe next time I will uh, pull my courage together and go no, and get ESN out of the No, ESN has given me so much opportunities to meet so many international people. Mm-hmm. That And my biggest hobby is to actually revisit my Erasmus friends that have been here. Mm-hmm. So what I do, we have this buddy system in university where... Uh, you as kind of a local, not really local, but person who lives here mm-hmm. can take a buddy. And oh. so these people when come here, they have somebody to talk to or show around. And or ask questions. Yeah. Yeah. So I've done it for like eight semesters. And I've met so many amazing people. Mm-hmm. And then I've revisited them. So, for example, I went to Italy in Bergamo mm-hmm. uh, to my friend's place. It was just amazing. Whole family was mm-hmm. so welcoming. And they made all this kind of Italian food for me. And they showed me around the whole places. And, and was that was surprising like, to you? Coming very, from Georgia? No, <laughs> it was surprising the fact that these people really hosted me so well. Mm-hmm. And also, I went, the recent, the only trip I did in 2020, in summer when the numbers were mm-hmm. a little bit down, mm-hmm. uh, I went to Slovakia to see my... That's so nice. Uh, she she was doing Erasmus here mm-hmm. and she was also a ESN member so and she was actually one of the co-founders of Startup Adventures so, mm-hmm. and then she went back to Slovakia and in August I visited and it was so amazing also her family was very welcoming and Slovakian people are also I would say equally they were so hospitable very, yeah. it's, it's yeah, funny like every time when I go to a country where people are so hospitable I'm like if it's anybody really were to come here, <laughs> I would be in trouble because no. I could never be equally as hospitable as the people that I've been to. Nah. For well, me, maybe your family and your surroundings yeah. are different, but for me, it's like we're like super, especially I'm an introvert, so I don't really like... Yeah, I would say uh, like a lot of my family is different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And that's probably where I learned it from. Like my, my I, When I grew up, my father always had uh, like foreign friends coming over. He had a lot of pen friends from different countries mm-hmm. and he, there was always somebody coming over and he was like uh, showing them around and always super friendly with them and then we went to visit them so that's why I learned like that okay there's people outside of Estonia yeah. and they're super friendly and y- if you are friendly to them then they are friendly to you and you can explore and also and that's so good experience that the local person is showing you around oh yeah well, like own. in Slovakia I went to Bratislava right and it's like obvious city where you would go in Slovakia. But she took me to her hometown, Prijevica. Mm-hmm. I would never imagine to go there <laughs> in my life. Who would but it was, to go there? I don't even know that that kind of city exists. <laughs> yeah. But it was so amazing. And that was one of the cool, well, the only trip I did in 2020. But mm-hmm. if I look at the, every trip that I've done, it was really one of the top mm-hmm. ones. I always had this story like when uh, when I was smaller and my father had visitors from either France or Finland or somewhere so my father speaks multiple languages and he always spoke the language of them and then I always assumed that oh that's so cool like when they come to visit us we speak their language so it means that when we We go to visit them they all speak speak Estonian Estonian. and that somehow it didn't fall through like it didn't come small small disappointment there (laughs) but as a kid I think that's a very good dreamy thing to have yeah is there um, any places in your bucket list where you want to go for sure oh yeah I have top list Brazil for sure I want to be (laughs) carnival you know I love Brazilian footballers like I I 
I don't really watch a lot of football, but uh, I, I used to when I was in Georgia. And Brazil had, well, in Georgia, we never, it's just like Estonia. <laughs> Our national team is not as good to participate in World Cup or European Cup. So we have to yeah, support. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was rooting for well, Barcelona in clubs and uh, Brazil as a national team. So I really want to go to Brazil for some reason. Um, I want to go to Detroit. That's where all the <laughs> hip hop culture, Eight Mile. Uh, okay, so you want to go and explore the music scene? Uh, yeah, like freestyle rap battles. I want to go to hip hop shop, see this uh, like uh, rap battles. I think it will be amazing. I want to go to Japan. I don't know why it's just hyped. Yeah, I, I, I think Japan is super interesting. It's, it's just yeah. so different that I would yeah. presume that I would go in, like with my mouth open all the time. And, wonder what's going yeah. on around me. And I think Australia might be interesting. Yeah, yeah a bit of kangaroos, some mm-hmm. poisonous snakes, spiders. Yeah. Mm. Let's see. <laughs> no? <laughs> no. You <laughs> didn't change your mind? <laughs> um, maybe not Australia. <laughs> no, I'd love to go to Australia. Yeah, I think at least once, if you get to go like far away, I would say for me, Philippines was one of the places, the furthest that I've been so right. far. But, you know, it didn't really... I've never been outside Europe. Definitely recommend. (laughs) Yeah, me too. And European cities are so similar. All of them have Old Town and Irish pub in the center of Old Town. (laughs) That's That's, true. That's where you should They even have now one in Tartu. I was so surprised. (laughs) Like, never was there, like, one in the town hall square. Now there is one and sure as hell you get... (laughs) Every day at 12 in every European city, there is this uh, free city tour where you have to leave a tip at least 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Inside. Um, yeah. So, if you're telling those tips, do you have any tips or what would be the insights you would give other people who would want to move to Estonia? Wow. Any advice? Well, Estonians are very open minded people. That's how I discovered. So, come here with your open mind. Um, don't expect too much uh, parties <laughs> and everything. Just, uh, yeah, don't have too much expectations about, like, uh, huge gatherings and things like that. Mm-hmm. Estonian people are uh, really reserved. Um, well, we can say that Estonians are a little bit different than others, yeah. like, especially southern people. But it's definitely great experience to live here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing experience. <laughs> Chill, relaxed. No, amazing. Do you have any um, special feeling towards the seaside as well? I don't know. I not really. You don't care. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> care. Uh, Georgia is Georgia has a sea, but uh, Tbilisi is not a seaside city. I've never, it's more mountainy. Rather. Is there anything that you miss uh, from Georgia that yeah. you can get here? Food. Of course. <laughs> but you said there are Georgian restaurants, no? Here are, but it's not as good, of course. What do you miss? Which food? Khajapuri. It's like a Georgian pizza. Um, so it's filled with cheese. How is it different? It's just like the... No, it's uh, it's not like a pizza. So it's like a <laughs> bread filled with cheese inside. Uh-huh. Okay. And you can make it here. No, you can. You could, but, but you can't because you. I, well, are, I personally cannot. <laughs> culinary my, skills. My are best uh, thing I can good. make is a sandwich. Oh, 
you're challenged in food department. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, a sandwich. Uh, what kind of a sandwich is it? Normal sandwich. Just what do you do? Is it a double bread sandwich or is it a one-sided sandwich? Mm-hmm. That's oh, important. Oh, double double bread. Mm, if it's one-sided, I don't consider it. Have, have you noticed that Estonians don't do double-sided yeah. sandwich? For us, it's like only one side. Is not really? Wrong. If you put I've two, I've never seen Estonian usually... eating sandwich, but <laughs> <laughs> making. Yeah, it, it, like if you put two sides and you take it to like hike or something, then you usually mean it that it's like meant as two. Mm-hmm. You take it apart. Wow, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> I, 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 never noticed. Yeah. Here's a good question for you. Uh, since you say that you really love rappers and hip hop and stuff like that, there is a hip hop rap culture here in Estonia as well. Do you have any favorite Estonian uh, musicians? No. Uh, no. Have you no. even heard Estonian no. hip hop? No, we should. <laughs> what? You should really like investigate. Really? Yeah, right, it's a great I will send you some I'll links. I'll take a look for sure. <laughs> we <yeah>. like names. <laughs> what I love in music is lyrics. Like lyrics are my favorite thing. To yeah, listen. then. You so know. if I don't understand the language, that's it's what Google Translate is yeah, for. Have you heard about this little startup? Is it thing? <laughs> Google? How do I write it? Can you send the link to me? Yeah, I'll send the link to Google. <laughs> All right. So I'll Google so you it. Don't, yeah, I'll, I'll Google, Google it. I think <laughs> Let's you should see. Google it yeah. or Bing it or whatever. I'll Bing Yahoo it. I use Bing. <laughs> okay, well then that makes sense when you don't Google yeah. a lot of things. I went to Bing and told me to use Google. So hmm. yeah. nice. Anything else you would like to add before we wrap up? Something that we didn't talk about that or you really want us share? Listen with to us. Startup Adventures podcast. Yeah, very good. Yes. Follow our page. For sure. Promotion, promotion. A little bit of promotion. I don't know, I would like to, well, since this is a podcast about uh, foreigners living in Estonia and experiences and all of those, I would like to take a moment and uh, thank Estonian people uh, to make this country so awesome. (laughs) Hell, uh, I want to thank all of uh, my international friends. Yeah, send greetings to your mom. My dog, especially. My dog is going through hard times now, (laughs) which I don't have. I don't think I will ever have a dog, but um, yes. No, I I honestly want to say thanks to Estonia. Uh, It was a great adventure and it continues to be, so... What do you hope to see uh, that becomes of Estonia? I mean, like, you see, Georgia is such a, like, an old country in general. Yeah. Then Estonia Historical. compared to that is, like, pretty new. So what are you hope, what are your kind of hopes for Estonia? What is that something that we should... Um, for me, Estonia is like a hidden gem, you know? Like, not many people know about it, but it's mm-hmm. so cool. I like this digital, how the way the digital systems work, and you can become, like, e-resident, and yeah. in, you don't use paper. The other day I needed to write something. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a pen. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll write in notes. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's so weird for, I guess, Georgians, because in Georgia we use a lot. Not only Georgia, like every other country. It's very bureaucratic in, in terms of like that. No, it's not bureaucratic, but we, we do use it. Like, it's well, normal thing to use. Okay, okay. Side note, like, I have a lot of paper and pens at home. I don't know where Wicha is hanging out. It's probably the startup scene that startup doesn't have that. Yeah. <laughs> They're so f- forward-looking. Yeah. So you're hoping that there will be what for Estonia? So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that Estonia will continue developing in, in this sense and be this kind of awesome country that everybody wants to 
come and experience living here at least for some years. Okay, and is there something that you want Estonians to kind of notice or or be better at or like you know something that I you see, I see a lot of differences actually uh, from the time I came and now mm-hmm. that Estonians are becoming more open uh, with communication to mm. people mm. and a lot of these kind of initiatives are starting just like mm-hmm. found in Estonia uh, and I think it's a great thing that you're doing because uh, it gives kind of different perspective about international communities. And I see that more and more Estonians want to integrate to these international communities, mm-hmm. and I really like it. Do you think it's important to integrate into this international community? I think, yeah, because you can take a lot of advantage from it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you were saying as well, Estonia is this hidden gem. If we are trying to be too much like others or integrate too much with uh, the rest of the world, no, no, I'm not saying to be. I'm not saying to be like others. Okay. You should maintain your personality mm-hmm. and character. But have more synergy and collaboration. But yeah, with the rest of the world. Yeah, just, be open to. Just others. say hello sometimes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I was going after. That's a good one. <laughs> I think that's a very good note where to. What are you thinking? <laughs> now I guess we should exactly. say bye. <laughs> yes. Not even hello. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay, we have other plans now. Yeah. We should go. You know, I can do. I can do promotion with my special book. Yes, do it. Hi there, little boys and girls. Today we're gonna learn how to poison squirrels. Um, if you want to <laughs> be found in Estonia, if you want to be found in Estonia, if you want to have this amazing opportunity to learn about different people. Different individuals go to foundinestonia.ee mm-hmm. and go to their Facebook page and like it and go to their Instagram and follow it and mm-hmm. they don't have anything else but and you uh, have listen, listen, re- recommend it to friends, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Share it to friends mm-hmm. and uh, also um, listen to other stories. Mm-hmm. We, we have a lot to share. It's it's all in our heart. We want it's all about having and sharing and giving and receiving. Yeah, and remember sharing is caring unless it's corona. Then keep it to yourself. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay, goodbye. Little boys and girls. I hope you learned something. <laughs>